ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. February 2024 has been rife with resignations. A notable one is Woolworths Group CEO Brad Banducci. He's quit with Amanda Bardwell promoted to the top job. It all came after the ABC's Four Corners aired footage of Mr Banducci walking out of an interview as the company faces allegations of price gouging and unfair practices with suppliers. Amid all this controversy, the company also released its half-yearly results, posting a $781 million loss. But the food division performed very well for Woolworths. Emma Field has this story. It was an extraordinary piece of television to watch the man who'd led Woolworths for almost nine years walking out of a Four Corners interview after implying the former HWC chairman Rod Sims' view about supermarket concentration was untrue and Mr Banducci also mentioned that he was now retired. Well, can we take that out? Is that OK? Sorry, let's just keep going. Um, so Are we going to... You know, let's let's move on. But yeah, yeah, no, um, I'm, I think I'm done, guys. But, you know, just hours after the company announced Mr. Banducci would relinquish the top job, Woolworths chairman Scott Perkins paid tribute to the CEO at an investor briefing on their half-year results, and indicated his departure was nothing to do with the recent controversies. It is natural to reflect on what he's achieved, and it is remarkable. The board is, is thrilled with Amanda's forthcoming appointment. In the middle of last year, we decided to move into a different phase and commence the planning for CEO succession with today's date in mind. And he wasn't the only one singing his praises. David Errington from the Bank of America also spoke highly of Mr Banducci's leadership. I think you've been a wonderful CEO for Woolworths. I mean, when you inherited Woolworths, it was a basket case. And more importantly, what you've done is you've not only turned this business around to be back to where it normally should be as a leading supermarket business, but you've also got humility into the company. Previously, the management was very arrogant. That was on the public record. I think you even admitted that. And what you've done as a CEO is you've actually brought back humility into Woolworths, which I've really enjoyed. So I've really enjoyed you as a CEO and, you know, you've been responsive to any challenge come your way. So congratulations and I hope your legacy goes very, very, very warmly. Woolworths results for the six months to the end of December 2023 saw the company post a $781 million loss due to two major write-downs. But its underlying profits are up driven by sales and profit margin gains in online groceries. Food sales rose by more than 5% and profit margin on Australian groceries increased by 0.24 of a percentage point. Price increases in excess of rising costs totaled more than $60 million of extra profits on sales of just under $26 billion from its food sales division. Outgoing CEO Brad Banducci says its retail prices in its food business dropped, led by fruit and vegetables. Importantly for our customers, fruit and veg average prices declined by 6.4% in Q2, which was driven in particular by an improvement in availability, including an increased supply of berries, capsicums and zucchinis. He also pointed out Woolies retail meat prices dropped 7% for the six months, and it's worth noting from July to October, the Eastern Young Cattle Index slumped 37% before rising into December to be down 17% across the same period. 
meat, red meat that is, was the other major contributor, uh, with prices declining 7.2% in Q2 as beef and lamb stock livestock prices softened. We are seeing the number of supply increases requests reduce significantly compared to prior periods. However, they, they do still remain above pre-COVID level. Costs in Woolworths food business increased by 9.2% and was the focus of a lot of questions from investors. The company says just over 6% of this was due to wage increases plus volume growth and other expansion projects. However, Mr Banducci says transport costs also grew. The issue we're still having is, is really disruption costs that are still flowing through. But as hopefully those somewhat we get better at managing those, you will see quite a lot of nice leverage come out of it. And Annette, I'm looking at you as I talk. Uh, and hopefully the cost that we're all dealing with right now is elevated transportation costs. Uh, and that's on the back of retaining truck drivers as well as fuel. So hopefully we'll start to see that, that balance off. That's Brad Banducci. He's Woolworths Group CEO. He will leave the company in September but will still be at the company to front a Senate inquiry into supermarket prices. So where does this leave things for farmers and consumers? The Queensland fruit and vegetable growers say farmers need a pay rise this year or many will be forced out of the industry. The Lobby Group CEO, Rachel Chambers, says while the price for farmers needs to increase, the price for consumers also needs to come down. We always say that growers actually need a return on, you know, on doing the job. There, there's no business that goes, you know what, I'm going to set up a business and I am going to structure this at a zero return or a negative return. And, you know, as a director of any company, if you've got that on the balance sheet going forward and if you know you are working in a condition that you are not financially viable, you're not allowed to operate. Well, you can't do that. So what we're saying is at the moment, that's where growers are. This is the year that they're deciding whether to stay in or stay out because there's nothing left. So absolutely, half the answer is absolutely that growers need to be paid for their cost of production and their real cost of production with real things going into that, um, including their salary. <laughs> like growers can no longer just just think, oh, you know what, I'm going to have a, you know, I'm going to make profit maybe once every three years. So, you know, I might take a return then. That growers get paid every day. That needs to be part of how we price stuff moving forward. So if we get the pricing model right and then we add profit, which means that they are sustainable so that they are here for the future generations of Australians, if we get that part right, that's 50%. Then there's that middleman or, or multiple middlemen that, you know, once it, it leaves us as that fresh producer before it gets to consumers, they've got to work out their operational efficiencies and their models as well to understand then what consumers should be paying. Now, we absolutely, as consumers, you know, seriously, the $10, $12 block of cheese and, the, you know, all of those kind of things absolutely impacts every single one of us. So ideally, we would um, love those costs to come down for consumers as well. So we don't want that to be at the expense of growers going bust. We also don't want um, growers... Um, increases to be at the expense of consumers. And that's why we have to do this in tandem. It's not a one or the other. It has to both be done together. 
It's Rachel Chambers, the CEO of Queensland Fruit and Vegetable Growers. It's a horticulture lobby group. I guess it begs the question, what do consumers think? Would you be willing to pay more for fruit and vegetables if you knew the farmer was getting more? Or perhaps you'd like to see the price of fresh fruit and vegetables come back so you can buy more because he lives, am I right? Our reporter Lydia Burton hit the streets to find out what consumers think. Oh, hi, I'm Lydia from the ABC. We're asking people about the price of fruit and veggies. Are you happy to talk? I'd love to talk. What's your name? Katie. Katie, where do you buy most of your fresh fruit and veggies? From the Cobb Co markets. Why is it that you go to a market rather than a supermarket? I like giving my money directly to the farmers. I prefer the quality. Um, I find it lasts longer and I find it much cheaper than the supermarkets. Would you be willing to pay more if you knew farmers got that extra money? Totally. I'd be much willing to pay more, but it still works out cheaper getting it directly from the farmers. Hi, I'm Casey. I buy my fruit from a local farm shop. And why is that? Why not at a supermarket? Because most of the time supermarket fruits and veggies are overpriced and they're not fresh like my normal farm shop. And if I do go to my farm shop, then the the earnings go more to them than to the supermarket. Do you think you'd be willing to pay more for fruit and vegetables if you knew that money was going to the farmer directly? Oh, absolutely. Hi, I'm Tracy. Tell me, if you knew that farmers were going to get a pay increase, would you be willing to pay more for fruit and veggies? I think that's a hard question because the prices are already quite high right now. I would like the farmers to get more money, but I think I would rather actually buy direct from them. If prices came down in supermarket shelves, would you buy more fresh produce? Yes, I would. I think that uh, a lot of people, including myself, want to do what they think is the right thing by their families and give them lots of fresh fruit and vegetables. But um, really, you're just trying to shop as seasonally as you can to buy the cheapest things that you can. So I haven't bought broccoli for probably over a month because uh, it's currently $9.80 and I can't afford to do that. Sharon, where do you buy your fruit and veggies? I do do a mix, Coles, Woolies, but my preference would be at the markets. We have been talking to farmers who say that, you know, they're not making money at the prices that they're selling produce at. Would you like to see farmers get a, a price increase and would you be happy to pay more for that? Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm very happy with the fruit and veg I get directly from the farmers. Um, It's only when I'm time poor that I'll buy from the supermarkets. If the price of fruit and veggies were to come down, do you think you'd buy more? It would definitely help with how things are at the moment. Yes, definitely, yes. Do you have a message to farmers at all in terms of, you know, the produce that they are producing? Oh, look, my hat off to anyone that is farming. You know, you've got a lot against you with the, the weather and then um, trying to negotiate pricing and look, keep up the good work. We need the food, so <laughs> thank you. A nod to the farmers ending Lydia Burton's Vox Pops. It all comes as the nation heads into numerous inquiries into market concentration in the sector, with a Senate inquiry soon to commence, a Queensland parliamentary inquiry also underway, and an ACCC investigation.
Thank you.